Welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and thank you so much for joining us here on the program today. We have a very interesting program. It's another program on that very um, elusive, some might say, uh, infamous and uh, interesting library. It's called the Akashic Records, and we're going to be talking with our very special guest today, uh, who is uh, joining us, uh, Lisa Barnett. It's been a while since we've had her on the program. The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, Transform Your Life. It offers uh, an unprecedented solution to many readers accessing the divine soul wisdom to solve their problems. Now, that's just one of the writings. She has a new book out. And uh, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us again. It's great to have you back after, again, it's been a long time. (laughs) Yes, it's great to be back, Richard. We always have wonderful conversations. So I'm thrilled to share this newest book with you, which is called Your Soul Has a Plan. So it really is all about understanding who you planned to be when you entered this lifetime. So um, I know we'll have a lot of fun talking about that, what that means and how you can figure out what the heck your soul planned. And sometimes that's easier said than done uh, for some of us because uh, we kind of, we we do sort of have certain expectations. You know, we think that, I mean, I know I've been through this a few times in my life and my career, and that's uh, uh, I started out with an empty toolbox And I began adding one tool after another, after another, after another. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I got to get a bigger toolbox and a bigger toolbox. And yet it doesn't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. You know, I don't. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the work and that's great. You know, and I keep hearing this phrase. And if you do what you love to do, the money will come and all of those all those (laughs) other things. And in many of my other interviews with folks, we talk about life's purpose and uh, intention and so forth. And, uh, you know, if you want, if if your goal, of course, is to make money. All right. That's that's all right. That's that's fine. If that's what your goal is, um, you know, I just hope that that makes you happy. I have a feeling it probably won't. Uh, but um, there are ways for us to, number one, through the Akashic Records, if I'm understanding correctly, Search for and find the reasons why we aren't where we think, and that's the the ego intellect, where we think we ought to be. So let's let's kind of start from there in terms of one's um, finding, first of all, what one's life's purpose is, because I know there are a lot of people, I know them, I talk with them a lot, they they have no clue. They, they I'm nine to five, uh, paycheck to paycheck, just making it. And they don't think that they're making a difference in the world and so forth. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the Akashic Records and and finding your life's purpose to begin with. Okay. Nothing like jumping in with a big question. So, (laughs) (laughs) So it is a fascinating concept because as a soul, as a really infinite soul, who most of us, I'm going to say, if people are listening to you and me, Richard, they have had probably at least four to 500 lifetimes on this earth plane. Many of us, certainly myself included, have lived over 800 to 1,000 lives, again, only here on earth. 
So we are so infinite that we spend a lot of that infinite amount of time, which you can't quite put into numbers because in the quantum field, there is no time space, right? So, you know, just to try and make it more complicated. But before we embody each lifetime, we say, you know, I'm going back in, right? Put me in, coach. I really want to make a difference. I want to learn some interesting stuff. I want to share my gifts and talents that I've been honing over these last 600 lifetimes. I want to support people. I want to, of course, be supported and loved. I want to maybe um, do some work on those old karmic patterns I haven't figured out yet. So it's really we our soul's plan is not a purpose. It is literally a complex plan, just as if you were writing a business plan. It doesn't have one level to it. It doesn't have, I'm going to go work here for the rest of my life and then I'm done and off I go and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> onto the angelic realm for yeah. the rest of a glorious life. So totally does not work that way. We write a complex plan, we get into these bodies, and then we have total amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, but it is literally the game we're playing with ourselves. Well, and I think that's one of the things, too, that if I'm understanding the Akashic Records, that it sort of helps you to bridge, if you will, that amnesia? Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, and I love that word because especially right now, and, you know, for people like you and me, Richard, who have been around for a while, um, we've been working on building bridges probably for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, right? And and I really believe that now we will start to see that energy actualizing on the earth. And so um, what the Akashic Record and access to that information gives you is that ability to get over your amnesia and actually study up on what your greater soul was thinking before you embodied. And right now, again, um, it is easier for everyone to start to access their Akashic Records. So... My definition, just to kind of put us all in that same page, my definition of the Akashic Records is um, this amazing library that each and every one of you have that holds those 500, 800 lifetimes books about those lifetimes on Earth, as well as the other million or billion uh, of books about lifetimes in other realms and, you know, galactic worlds out there in the multiverse, which I think sounds a lot more fun to me. But anyway, <laughs> and you have your own librarians and they literally are in service just to you. So they're hanging around waiting to talk to you, right? Mm -hmm. So these specific, very special and unique guides, right? Your Akashic Record Keepers are not angelic. They're not anyone you've known who's crossed over. They're not ascended masters. They literally are these beautiful beings of light who only keep your records for you. 
So they're hanging around waiting to be of service, waiting to share this wisdom, waiting to remind you of some of those gifts and talents that you've honed in these other right 500 lifetimes, right? Don't you want that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we we continue to search for answers to who we really are. I loved what one of my guests said once when I asked them the question, do you think there'll come a point where we'll know who we really are? And they said, no. He says, what, we'll, what we will uh, evolve to is knowing who we have always been. And I'm thinking, okay, what's the difference? Well, it's the fact that we've always been a soul. We've always been that essence that animates the human body, the physical form, if you will, uh, which is for some, I think they're a little, they're a little concerned or scared. You know, there's some fear there about, uh, knowing the truth. I mean, you know, we've got some, uh, as I like to refer th to them, ancient wisdom teachings that say, you know, ye shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Now, some people will interpret the word truth a little differently in this context. I'm talking about learning about who we always have been, where we come from, where we're going to. Um, the why, in terms of why we even exist, even as a soul, and why we come here once, let alone 800 or a thousand times. <laughs> um, so, uh, th there's a part of me that feels a little bit like that question is somewhat irrelevant because it doesn't matter why at this particular point. I mean, yeah, sure, it would be great to know why. But as, as one uh, a programmer in a personal growth program told me or asked the question, if you knew why, how would that change your life? I mean, would it really make that much difference as to the why? So they say, give up the need to know why. Just be in the now, be in the Because asking the question why takes you into the past. You're not living here now in the moment. And it sounds to me like the Akashic records uh, of a sort uh, help to, uh, to bring that about. We're talking with Lisa Barnett. Give us the title of that book one more time. Your soul has a plan. Awaken to your life purpose through the Akashic Records. And she has a website too, a prayer, prayers oh. to transform. Awaken here. Oh, the, the better one. Sorry. Ah, no. <laughs> I think that's from last book. I think um, you're right. It's Akashic Knowing, really. It's a very simple AkashicKnowing.com ah. is the easiest way to find me. Okay. And, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. AkashicKnowing.com. That's the website. We hope you'll go there. This is Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, and I thank you so much for being with us here on the program, along with Lisa Barnett. And we're uh, talking about uh, uh, a lot of different things. And of course, you're all over social media as well. You also have a blog. Uh, I'm curious, in, in, obviously, in terms of helping people to understand uh, how much uh, when you when you write your blogs or you share your blogs, whether they're video blogs, I guess those are called vlogs. <laughs> right. um, what is it that you're you're wanting to impart in each one of those? There is so much wisdom in the Akashic Records. I have to say that um, often when clients or students come to me, it's because they feel lost, they feel blocked, and they say, 
you know, I'm not sure what I came to do or what's keeping me from whatever their X is, you know, the perfect relationship, greater abundance, greater health, right? And so I definitely write in my blog, and it really is still a written blog. <laughs> um, I really write about these aspects and what we know through the Akashic records and this energetic field, the Akasha, what we can start to understand in some ways about the why. But just as you were saying, Richard, it's less about why can't I make more money? It's much more about how can I see my life differently so that I can align truly to that higher soul vibration, step into a greater truth of who I really am as this infinite soul with phenomenal gifts, with expansive love, with great wisdom, how I can access that to share it in the world and start to move forward instead of, again, like you were saying, staying stuck in our old story or the past or worrying about, oh, I wasn't very nice when I was younger or, oh, there were some past lives where I got killed and that's traumatic. So the way I look at and access the Akashic Records is the past is there to inform us Right. And especially remind us in a lot of ways about some of these great gifts and talents and wisdom that we hold. And again, the I'm going to say the crappy parts of life often are about the awakening. Right. Mm. So. Um, I love people to start to understand that we are. We wrote this plan, we made a choice, and that we're really not victims of our life. Mm -hmm. And when we can start to really understand and own and grok that, in a sense, know that truth that I am not a victim, no matter how terrible my childhood was, or my marriage was, or my life is, there is something that my soul was interested in doing, in learning, in sharing, in understanding. There are aspects of our life that are really here for us to share in a variety of different ways. Mm. So whether it's right through a through a radio show or a blog or you know books, um, part of why we come is to grow as a soul and then share that wisdom and help and support other people. And that's, uh, that's something too, that I think uh, a lot of folks have sort of lost sight of. And that is that other element of service uh, that um, it's like, it, I suppose you might say in a generic way, that is my life's purpose. And it's through the things that I do on a day-to-day -day basis uh, in hopefully doing that, serving other people in whatever capacity I'm able to, what that I have the tools to use to do so. Uh, and I would hope that other people are doing the same thing. And we can sort of, uh, through the Akashic Records, we can sort of find those elements, those, those aspects of being able to be, if you will, of service and using that in a very general way. Uh, to to understand. Talk to us a little bit about, first of all, 
how you were introduced to the Akashic Records. How long ago was that? And 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 what what did that mean to you at the time? Uh, and and how did how has that changed in terms of that meaning from when you were first introduced to the Akashic Records? Hmm. So. For me, this has been a lifelong journey because I was born very awake. So as a toddler, I realized I was trapped back in a body and I wasn't very happy about it. Right? I'm like, oh, really? Again? What the heck am I thinking? Right? How do you make your parents understand that when you're four or three or, t- or 10? So I literally started studying, not the Akashic Records, because let me just say back in the in the uh, 60s and 70s, no one really was talking about the Akashic Records, except for maybe Edgar Casey, who was bringing it up back in the 40s and 50s. But so I started to literally study as a teenager. And, um, you know, it's been going on for, again, a lifetime. <laughs> and so what happened for me is um, trauma hit I, you know, went through all of my own personal growth. I, you know, made choices that could be considered like bad choices. Although the interesting thing, and again, this is all about the learning and growth that I've received through the Akasha, is that when I would say to my record keepers, did I totally mess up? Because I probably could have been. I was already had been studying since I was 14 and was studying philosophy in college. By the time I was 20 and I was becoming a healer, I, I might've been, you know, been a healer at 20 or, or gone on to be, you know, some kind of spiritual teacher in my twenties. And, um, you know, instead of waiting until I was in my fifties or sixties, but the way it, it worked out for me was I studied a lot. I experienced a lot of life. I went back and studied a lot. And so in my 30s and 40s, I became an energy healer because I knew that was part of my purpose or one of my purposes. And in the process of working with clients and doing energy healing, I would actually go up to the gates of the Akashic Records because I knew they existed But my energy healer teacher said, you can go to the gates, but you can't go in. So kind of a, I'll go back to that story in a minute, but I would go up every day after doing the healing for clients and say, please, you know, record keepers, would you fill my client up with their highest energy? And I could see that energy kind of come down into their body and, and um, knew that they were being filled up with their highest uh, vibration they could now hold. And then one day I started to get this kind of big, expansive information, this literally big, booming voice for me. And they were trying to get my attention. And it literally took for me almost five years before I put the booming voice to the Akashic Record Keepers because I had been taught back right in the 80s and 90s that you can't go in there. You cannot talk to them. They can help your clients but that is off limits. The Akashic Records is off limits. And so it took many years before I actually figured out who was trying to get my attention, who was kind of yelling at me with this big booming voice. But the information was phenomenal because instead of kind of this life, um, body, life, energy, 
um, I would get the whole expanse of these lives led to that life and this is part of the plan and here's what they wanted to do. And it was like, wow, that was that was mind blowing. So um, it was literally in the the 90s. And then in 2000, when after years of conversing with my Akashic Record Keepers, they said, please start a school. We need to have you help us to re-anchor the Akashic Records on the planet. And so, of course, I said, what are you talking about, right? <laughs> One, <laughs> why would you ask me? I've got three small children, right? I'm like a mom in the suburbs, so I don't think you've got the right woman. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, why? What's up? What's this re-anchoring the Akasha? And they told me the story that back in the Dark Ages, so that was around 1000 AD, back in the Dark Ages, humanity misused the information they could get from the Akashic Records. And so they literally pulled the vibration away from the planet so that we silly humans <laughs> in our low vibe energy where we were using it solely for our own gain, right? Let me win this war. How can I do that? Where do they store their jewels and their gold, right? So it's all about um, self back mm -hmm. then in the dark ages. And so they literally pulled the energy away from the um, earth. So what they explained to me back then and that in the 90s and and um, and on, they said, you know, it's time. We are moving into a higher vibrational energy. We are realigning to the galactic center. We are moving into the age of Aquarius. It is time for humanity to access this energy and wisdom again. It is your birthright to have access to this library of you so that you can understand who you have been, your choices, your life, your plan, so that you can move forward with greater ease. And so, well, that certainly convinced me to uh, help them out <laughs> and, to, mm. and to help to anchor the, the Akashic Records. And so literally that's what I've been spent the last 30 years doing is teaching students online classes and writing. I'm finishing my fourth book right now, um, doing Akashic Record readings and e healing sessions for clients so that they can get the information easily and really anchoring and anchoring and anchoring. And so I've watched literally over the last 10 years, even though, like I say, I've been at this, um, well, you know, for a long time, but seriously anchoring the school energy for, for over 15 years that um, I now see people, you know, Akashic Records is becoming a common thing. Whereas back when I started accessing it, you know, 80s and 90s, when they were talking to me, I didn't think I could talk back. I didn't think it could be them. So the, the energy has shifted the world it's a beautiful thing to start to see the veil thinning, right? So that we can go forward with greater ease. So um, to me, it's exciting to start to see the shifts of what's happening on our planet. Awake, AkashicKnowing.com is the website. Your soul has a plan awakening to your life's purpose through your Akashic records. And you're listening to Lisa Barnett and yours truly here on Tell Me Your Story. 
We are talking with Lisa Barnett here on the program, and um, I've heard of the Akashic Records for, man, probably 40 years. Uh, I first really uh, started reading my metaphysical primer, uh, not, that I'm, uh, not that this was necessarily mentioned in it, but it, it certainly made reference to information that is not available in the material world. I mean, it's there's nothing written down. Um, what what does the what does the word akasha mean? Where, where does that uh, derive from? Do we know? Yeah, absolutely. So akasha is a Sanskrit word for ether or sky. I think the actual direct um, translation is sky. And so I always kind of love to see at the record keepers who are, of course, the librarians of your library. They are also very funny and just pure, unconditional love. And so when I ask them questions, they often give me kind of humorous answers. And so they, you know, they say, you know, imagine your Akashic library um, as if uh, it's a video library in the sky, right? Or this is, right, all of that information you've stored in the cloud that is accessible to you if you're interested. So I always think of it, it's like, you know, if I had a built-in GoPro, right? If I had a built-in um, video camera that was videoing my day all day long and then it got uploaded while I was sleeping and I could go in and say hey what was I like 10 years ago what was I up to you know pull up a date 10 years ago and say what was happening or you know 10 lifetimes ago doesn't matter it's all stored there um and so there is some very specific information but again you know when you think that you've had thousands and thousands of lives Usually when we go into the Akashic Records, you know, like clients will come to me and they'll say, why did I pick this family? And so, again, the kind of interesting back to these whys. And the answer is often something like you wrote a soul contract with your father or with your mother, with both of them. Not always, but sometimes. Um, and so you have a soul contract from your soul's plan. You... Um, have had past lives with these souls. There was some learning and growth. Maybe you wanted to support one of your parents because you had planned, all of you had planned this, this situation that one of them might be, uh, say, an alcoholic and, and the hope when you're in planning stage, right? Before you're embodied, you're saying, I'll be your child and I'll be the love that you need to break through this addiction and, you know, move past this pattern that you've been stuck in in many different lifetimes. So, again, when you live hundreds of lives, what we know about karma is that it is not a punishment. It is about learning and growth. And it often takes us numerous lifetimes to kind of work through, to really understand all aspects of it, to come out the other side. So that is no longer an issue. Mm. So we may write a soul plan to um, include a parent who um, has uh, an addiction that we want to help and support. Or maybe we pick a parent who is narcissistic or, or emotionally abusive because their patterns we want to understand to work through, maybe to help that person with the, the 
the pattern, right? To um, move out of it, to get some help, to be able to change, to make new choices. Again, life is about learning, growth, new choices, moving on, sharing those gifts. And so then maybe that you as the child who has now learned something goes on and becomes um, a podcaster, a therapist, an energy healer, an author, right? So there's not any one right or way, right or wrong way to do any of the above. It's just very much about how do we want to um, share the wisdom that we've received. Yeah, and and I know too that in my my uh, brief period on this planet, I'm 63 now, but I've only been on what I like to refer to as my search. Uh, since I was 17, uh, with my metaphysical primer autobiography of a yogi. Um, it's been interesting, the people that have come into my life. And uh, having gone through a program called uh, Life Between Lives Therapy, which is fascinating, mm-hmm. um, I, I learned also from reading Dr. Newton's work on this LBL uh, therapy and hypnosis that all of the people that you come in contact with throughout your entire life are part of what they call your cluster. And you're kind of what you were talking about in terms of this contract, which apparently is a, a, a rather extensive, uh, you know, because you're going to run into uh, literally thousands. I mean, I'm not here uh, on my own volition, on my own power. I am here talking to you today because of thousands of people who have been involved in my life. And I, I found it so funny years ago when uh, they were doing this news story in Texas and people were promoting the fact that they, they had this entrepreneurial uh, venture and they claimed, I did this all on my own. Nobody helped me. And I'm going, uh, <laughs> you're wrong. You are flat out wrong. Even if you ignore all of the people that helped you to get it started, you're also uh, beholden to the customers that you serve with the product or service. So no, you didn't do it all on your own. Um, And it just goes to show the connectedness that we have. I find it interesting too, that as I have lived my life, uh, of late, I have lost uh, two family members, my eldest sister last year and my father this year. Mm-hmm. And I heard my sister's voice shortly after I was told that she had passed, uh, just telling me, hey, Richard, it's everything's okay, everything's okay. And I heard that for, I guess, just really a few days. My father, not so much. I haven't heard, but I've gotten impressions. And when I was there for his memorial, my mother had me go through some of his things and I picked up this vest and one of his belts with a uh, uh, sort of a Western uh, belt buckle with a pair of boots on it, you know, and so a few other things. And I have worn this vest every day that I have gone to work uh, or if we go out somewhere, you know, and, and then same with the belt. And it's like, there is there he and i were not super close but there were no words left unsaid which i'm very proud of uh, the fact that i can say that you know we said the things that we needed to to each other and and so forth and there was no estrangement so i'm wondering when you go through your akashic records when when someone were to learn how to do that 
You know, I'm not sure that I have my uh, Akashic Records library card in my wallet, but <laughs> I could help you put one there. <laughs> I, I would love, I would love to. I really would. Um, but how does one begin that process so that maybe they can? I don't know. Can, is our contract there also that we would be able to maybe look at that, so to speak? And again, I know this is more metaphorically, and understand that relationship in this particular lifetime uh, that, okay, my dad and I, you know, we were, you know, I consider both my parents to be more than parents. They're friends. They, they have always been, especially in the last 20, 30 years. But now it's like, there's something about my father that is different now. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know if it's closer or exactly what it is, but would I be able to find out a little bit more about that in diving into my Akashic records and or that contract? Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, you know, so many of my students take my courses just because they're like, I've had family members cross over, you know, maybe I'm retiring even you would be surprised or maybe not how many retired people, you know, people over 60 take my workshops because they want to understand, right? I want to make sure I finish those karmic patterns. I basically want to make sure that I've worked through my soul plan. I want to, you know, see that I've done what I came to do. And, and accessing your records is kind of a fabulous way to do that. So like with your father, what I'm hearing, and I'm not in your specific Akashic record, Richard, I do when I work with a client, I specifically open that client's records and go into their library and have a conversation with their Akashic record keepers mm -hmm. or their librarians. Um, but I'm always in the Akashic record field. And so they pass on lots of information. And so they're saying that um, your father is part of your original soul family. And what that means to me is that the record keepers say, when you individuate the very first individuation from soul. So if you imagine that you were, you know, um, part of the ocean and at one point that little, you know, teaspoon drop was pulled out. And now this is my soul. This little teaspoon of ocean is me. Um, you were born with another 25 or sometimes, you know, 30, 40, 50 other souls. So um, so it would be kind of like if you took a, a glass of water and you scooped up a glass out of the ocean and there was 50 of those souls in there, right? That's your soul family. So you get to say, these are the souls. When you individuate, you're like, what should we do? Where do you want to go? What do you, let's figure out what's out here in this multiverse, right? What's next? Now I'm individuated. I wanted to be individuated. I wanted a journey. I wanted to feel what we can feel when we're individuated. Um, and of course, we are always part of that one. We are always connected, but kind of for the purpose of our brains and the way we think. You know, we would say, okay, I am now, well, now I'm part of a glass of water um, and I'm still, you know, one fiftieth of that glass. So you're, you're running around, you're going through the universes, you're having experiences, you're sharing experiences, 
And eventually, when we do embody in other forms, I believe we embody in other forms and other planets as well as Earth, but for the uh, sake of, you know, the fact that we are human and live here, um, we make plans with those soul family members. You're like, I've known you forever. I've known you as long as as I've been an individuated soul. So let's play. Let's go do some stuff on Earth. And you might say, you know, I want to have X, Y, and Z experience. I want to learn about this. I want some growth. I want to do, you know, share these gifts. And maybe these other people are like, hey, I'll be your dad. Hey, I'll be your mom. You know, we want to have these experiences. And so you plan them together as part of your plan. Mm -hmm. And often I would say we do write hundreds of contracts. I mean, we write really specific contracts with very specific people like parents or spouses or children, best friends, business partners. So we have very kind of deep, specific contracts with probably 50 or so, maybe 100 even people. But we also obviously have all of these other subset contracts, all those people you meet. Mm -hmm. So um, in your Akashic record, you can look up more of those those 50 specific contracts and be like, is this part of my soul family? Did I write a contract with this person? Is it about learning? Um, so kind of completing maybe a karmic pattern or is it totally about support with this person? Um, what were we thinking when we wrote this contract? Is it complete? What else can I know about it? So we can literally go into the Akashic Records and really get quite a bit of information, including other lifetimes and how those other lifetimes may be affecting you, um, you know, singularly as well as with that other person, right? So um Sometimes it's like why your father acted the way he acted and why the way you acted the way you acted with your father, because it sounds like that's you've seen that change over time. And now you're even experiencing that um, energy of him as being more part of that unified field, being more awake than he was as a human. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel him very much as a, an interesting protection, almost like that vest acts for you, like as this, as this uh, protective baby blanket, for mm. lack of a better way to say it. Lisa <laughs> so Barnett is my guest. Your soul has a plan. Awaken to your life purpose through your Akashic Records. The website akashicknowing.com and this is tell me your story i'm richard dugan your host and uh, lisa barnett is joining us to talk about this aspect uh, uh you were born with a plan that holds sacred contracts soul talents and karmic patterns to ensure you fulfill your life's purpose and now is the time to discover it how does one begin this process? And yes, you are available uh, through your website, I'm sure, to assist people. You set up an appointment and so forth. Um, but is this something that one learns and they then are able to do this uh, on their own in that regard? Absolutely. Um, I am in the middle of teaching an online workshop right now. I do it about uh, three times a year. I teach students all around the world. I've, I've I feel very blessed to be able to share this wisdom um, and they, with 
like I say, thousands and thousands of people around our beautiful blue-green planet. Um, and I have been given from the Akashic Masters a five-step wisdom prayer system. And so I teach you these five steps in my online workshop where, you know, we're doing this on Zoom for about, oh, my workshops, you know, 14 hours or so because it's a deep study. It's not a two minute project, you know, mm, yeah. <laughs> but to me, um, it is easier because what the record keepers have given me is our vibrational keys. So um, if you can imagine that by saying something, by by reading a kind of sacred prayer that holds the energy to open the door, it's the key to open the door to move you into your Akashic records with ease so that you can start to converse with your Akashic record keepers, with these beautiful librarians who are in service to you. Mm. So in, um, you know, in under a month as a rule, uh, my workshops are, you know, last, uh, like I say, they're usually about that. 14 hours, something like that. I teach it over a couple of weekends or over a couple of weeks. Um, it's a practice, but I love to be able to teach people this five-step wisdom prayer system, teach you other tools so that you can really um, be guided, guarded, and protected as you walk through your life. I teach rainbow shield meditations. I teach people to call back all that energy that they've left scattered around the world because it's depleting to us as a soul when we leave our energy scattered about and it's not right here, you know, in our body. Um, and so many different tools um, and healing prayers the record keepers have given me through all of these years of chatting it up with them, lots of information. <laughs> so it is very possible, the record keepers say, it is your birthright to access your own Akashic records. And so they are all about everyone giving it a try. Again, like I say, you know, honestly, it's a practice, but it's a tool that you can have for your whole life. And it's so wonderful to me when past students will come to me, email me. Um, sometimes they'll come see me when I'm speaking live in different venues or some of the big expos here in California. I love to do live. And they'll come to me and they'll be like, do you, I don't know if you remember me. I took your class five years ago or I access my records every day. It has helped me to transform my life by really understanding who I am as this big soul who's had all these experiences and is still experiencing. So often when we come to a crossroads in our life, we can say highest and best. I open my records and say to go down this road or to go down this road. So for some of us that might be, do I marry this person or not? Do I have a soul contract with this person or not? Or sometimes it's about a career or it could be about a business decision. So you can literally get so much information about who you are now and how to go forward creating the life that your soul <laughs> desires. And so it's very phenomenal as an empowerment tool for your life. And yet there are people, millions of them, billions if not, <laughs> who go throughout their entire lives maybe not even knowing 
there's such a thing as the Akashic records. Uh, some, a smaller number who know of them, but have never pursued it. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, and we go through our lives, uh, like I said, m the majority uh, not even being aware that this exists and that this information is there. Um, do you find that there are those who come to you and they are, I kind of mentioned earlier that maybe the best way to put it, they're floundering a little bit. I mean, they're still making it through. They're they're moving through their life and they're making it. And I mean, we've got people living on the streets who are moving through and making it too. Um, can this knowledge, can this awareness, once you are um, exposed to and open to the information contained in the Akashic records, have you seen lives literally turned around? I mean, the transformation um, that they've been looking for for maybe decades that they've been working on, at least they think they've been working on it over and over and over and over and over and over again, um, suddenly happens. Absolutely. So it's it's very phenomenal to me um, that it's sometimes a sentence or an energy or, you know, that phenomenal aha moment that we have. And so one of the interesting things that to me has come out of this book, Your Soul Has a Plan, is to help people realize, again, is that we are not victims, that we made the plan because mm -hmm. we wanted to learn and grow. And so what I see is often when people go from victimhood, right, into being the victor of their life, being able to say, wow, I have a new choice. I can literally go out there and make a different decision. And as we start to raise our vibration out of, out of shame and blame and guilt and hate and anger and jealousy and all of the low vibrational energies that a lot of our world is stuck in. Mm -hmm. It literally only takes a minute, right? It's one of the greatest miracles on earth when you go, I don't have to feel like a victim. I don't have to hate that person. I don't have to, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to tell myself that story again. I can tell myself the new story that I am the winner, that I am the victor, that I am able right here and right now to make a new choice. And sometimes those new choices, the minute we change our mind, literally we're changing the view of our world. And we often start to notice new people showing up. Sometimes it's a great offer. Maybe someone says, hey, here's a free gift. Here's a guided meditation that I'm giving you for free. And just as an aside, there are free guided meditations right there on my website. So if anyone wants to, um, to do that, you will find that right on my website. Because I find that when people can come into the Akashic energy with me through a guided meditation or visualization, or have a reading and a healing session where they start to see things differently and they go, oh my gosh, I actually made a contract with that abusive parent and I wanted to learn that so I can share that, you know? And then they'll say, you know, I've always kind of felt like I should write a book about 
that experience and what I learned and how I actually forgave that person. Or mm. or they start to do the forgiveness prayer that the Akashic Record Keepers have given us, which is also part of you know my book. So in um in the book, there are worksheets and um healing prayers to start to shift your energy. And so what the record keepers always want us to do is to give people ways to start to make that change. Mm. How do I shift my vibration? So I'm moving out of this low energy. So can I start to feel differently about myself so that I can start to open some new doors? And you know, it's interesting in comparison. I was just thinking of this where, we go online, we download a piece of software, uh, terms of uh, uh, terms and uh, conditions uh, and so forth. And we just scroll right to the bottom and accept. Boom. We don't read it. Who reads it? You don't know what you've just agreed to. Um, and uh, in a matter of speaking, we kind of do that when we come into this world. And of course, we're not in a space as an infant to, to uh, be aware in that respect of the Akashic records, but it's like we go throughout our entire lives, not even being aware of what we've already, <laughs> we, we're, we're stunned and mystified by, I've always been doing good things and yet bad things keep happening to me. And it's like, well, it, that's not necessarily fate. Uh, it's not necessarily luck, good or bad. It's the contract that you uh, worked out, hacked out in the, uh, in the ethereal world that uh, that is what you're dealing with we're talking with lisa barnett uh, her book your soul has a plan awaken to your life purpose through your akashic records the website where you can find a lot of the free stuff as well akashicknowing.com and this is tell me your story i'm richard dugan your host along with lisa barnett uh, lisa Let's talk uh, just uh, for a couple of minutes here about some of the other books that you've written. We'll we'll have you back to talk about the new book you're working on. You're finishing up what have you. But tell me about some of the other works and, and, and their focal point in regards to Akashic Records. Absolutely. So um, I think the last time I was on, it was about my book, which is called From Questioning to Knowing. 73 Healing Prayers to Transform Your Life. So with that book, I, I channel all of the books. The record keepers say to me, usually very loudly, <laughs> they definitely want to get my attention. They say, time to write another book. And I'll say, okay, what are we writing this time? And that one, they said, we're going to write a prayer book. And I said, really? Interesting. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. And they said, did you forget that you spent 10 years as a prayer practitioner with the Golden Gate Center for Spiritual Living. And now over the years, I have actually become a minister. Um, and so I also have really spent my life really working in the realm of not any religion, but in the realm of awakening, helping awaken people to the fact that we do have the ability through words, through prayer, through consciousness, through really the way we see the world to start to shift our lives. And so from questioning to knowing actually helps to take you from some of those questions of why the heck would I ever do that? Why would I pick that family? Why would I have this you know, physical aspect? 
And then as I'm answering some of the whys and taking you into a space of knowingness, there are 73 healing prayers you can do and use to really help to shift your life. So I I love that book. People tell me sometimes that they carry it around with them, that it was when when their house flooded, it was one of the things that they took with them and have been using the prayers of forgiveness, right? All of these different prayers to move forward, the prayers. Anyway, 73 prayers, there's a lot of them. So that's from questioning to knowing. And then my first book is called The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records. And in that book, I actually teach you my five-step wisdom prayer system. And so you can get the infinite wisdom of the Akashic Records. All my books are available on Amazon, also around the world. Any place you can get Amazon books, um, you can learn and start to access your own Akashic Records through that book, the infinite wisdom of the Akashic Records. And so I literally teach you. And so if you have, you know, some of those gifts, if you've been on a on a spiritual path for a while, I find many, many of my students find it very easy to use the sacred um, key that I was talking about in the five-step wisdom prayer system to start to access their Akashic records. So those are my three books that are out there right now, easily accessible on Amazon under Lisa Barnett. By the way, in regards to the people you've worked with, have you ever found people that are just naturally, um, intuitively connected already to their Akashic records, but they're not aware that that's what it is? Yes, absolutely. And so quite a few of my clients, when they come to me, they're very awake. They have been on a spiritual path for a long time. And many of them have been channeling or talking to, or, you know, consciously speaking to some of their other guides. They might be angels. They might be other healing masters or other guides. Sometimes they're speaking to their loved ones who have crossed over. Um, And so they've really been practicing. And as they raise their vibration, honestly, which is what happened to me, as we raise our vibration, we literally can naturally hit that access point where the next higher up set of guides are your Akashic Record Keepers. And so, yeah, sometimes people are actually accessing their records unconsciously, just the way I did all those years ago. Yeah. Lisa Burnett is my guest. Again, the book is Your Soul Has a Plan, Awaken to Your Life Purpose Through Your Akashic Records. The website is akashicknowing.com. And this is Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, and I thank you so much, Lisa Barnett, uh, for joining us here on the program today. It's really been a pleasure. Great to have you back again. And as I said before, we'd love to have you back uh, when you uh, have your next uh, book release. I would love to. Thank you so much, Richard. I'll reach out and we'll we'll plan something in uh, September or so. I oh. would love to be back. It's fun to it's always fun and and uh, really enlightening for me to spend time with you. I love it. So well, thank you. Well, thank you. And of course, as always, we do have three final questions that I ask all of my guests. 
But before I do that, let me thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, where we're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. That's our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We stream live at those times at richarddugan.com, and we podcast at SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, Amazon music and many other locations on the web and uh, we are also on youtube where you can listen to and watch these interviews we hope that you will avail yourselves at least click notification so that when i post a new conversation you will be able to uh, listen to that conversation or listen and watch uh if it's uh, happened to be has, has to be uh, youtube we also ask that if you can support this work financially, we would greatly appreciate that. That's why we have a PayPal account. It's for your security as well as ours. When they ask you uh, what email you're sending it to, it's richard at richarddugan.com. That's richard at richarddugan.com. And also spend some time going within and listening to that still small voice during this, the decade of perfect vision. And that's what you'll get when you go within, as well as going to the uh, library of the Akashic Records for yourself. And we certainly hope you'll avail yourselves of our guest, Lisa Barnett, and AkashicKnowing.com. So the first of those three questions, and you've answered these uh, before, but we've changed them a little bit. So the first one is has been the same, and that is, who is Lisa Barnett? <laughs> Oh my, a very infinite galactic soul who has come to this earth at this time, um, again, in service. I think we are all in service, in service to humanity, to help people to awaken and ascend. And so for me, it's a thrilling time and I am so grateful that I get to be here in service and doing this work. And what is your life's purpose? <laughs> to help humanity awaken through the Akashic Records. Apparently, I was a record keeper way back when I first individuated from source. That's what the record keepers tell me. And so um, that is one of the reasons I wrote a contract to help bring the Akashic Record back to humanity. So that's my big purpose. And finally, what was your best day? Wow. <laughs> um, you know, I am going to say the day my son was born. And, mm. and I have three children, so I'm sorry to my twins. But my son was the first. And then a year and a half later, I had his twin sisters. So those were my two best days, the days I was blessed to give birth to three beautiful souls who invited me to be their mama. Once again, thank you so much, Lisa Barnett, for joining us here on the program. And uh, we will uh, definitely stay in touch. And um, uh, thank you again for uh, providing this uh, this service. Thank you, Richard. It's been a joy. And I thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, where we are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. And until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to lull. Jeanette, I am still listening. And dad, be happy. <laughs>